Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys forever. It has been forever, hasn't it? You know, I'm thinking it's been at least a week. Maybe longer. Um, it's been crazy. Real life has gotten in the way with meetings, with daily sports, betting, overtime. You guys know that's one of my other podcasts. I'm working on building the overtime network. You guys, I'm I'm working on the website, the overtime network at our, uh, com and it's just gotten crazy around here with the Olympics and me also trying to start the National Sports Overtime Podcast. And I know all of you are thinking, are we losing you? No, 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 you're not losing me. You're not that lucky yet. But I do want to go back and tell you some of my thoughts on different subjects that have come up in the last week that I've wanted to get your input about and to tell you mine. I've been dying to just sit down and and talk to you guys. And then, while I'm thinking about all this, I thought, well, this comes from Money in the Bank. And then I thought, have I even talked about Slammiversary? And so as I sat down, I was like, when was Slammiversary? And I hurried up and I looked in my calendar. When did I watch Slammiversary? It was July 17th. I mean, do you guys realize that it's been two weeks since Slammiversary, or almost two weeks since Slammiversary? And... I'm sitting here preparing for this podcast and I'm thinking, what happened at Slammiversary? What do I really remember about Slammiversary? And so I was thinking, well, there was some way the Good Brothers got the Impact Tag Team titles, right? That was at Slammiversary, or am I misremembering that? They had to have gotten them at Slammiversary, because I don't remember them get getting them on last week's Impact show. 
And I'm talking to you on Thursday morning, so this week's Impact Show has not happened. So it had to be at Slammiversary, right? So then I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, who had the belts then? And you know, I wanted to say, well, they were Finjuice. They had to beat Finjuice. They didn't beat Finjuice. Did they beat Finjuice? And... I was having this, like, argument as I was getting ready to record this, and I was getting different drives open and, and everything, and I thought, no, 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 I do remember Rhino using his call, your shot, winning to call his shot against Finjuice, so Violent by Design had them. And I was like, did the Good Brothers beat Violent by Design? And then I thought, oh yeah, there was like a four-way thing. Now, who were the other teams? Guys, I really don't know. I think Black, Taroose, and Crazy Steve. I think. Um, who was the other one? You know what? I really don't know. And I'm not looking it up. What else happened on Slammiversary that I care about? And I thought, Mickey James. Mickey James was there. She was one of the surprises. Because when I think Slammiversary, I think surprises. And I think, oh, I was right about Mickey James Aldous coming on. And she invited Deanna Perrazzo to come to NWA Empire. And I remember... Marking out. But wasn't she supposed to take on somebody that was a surprise? Didn't, isn't that what Gail Kim? See, I can remember, hey, Mickey James Aldis was there. Hey, Gail Kim was there. And Deanna Perrazzo, who I think is, is excellent about 90% of the time. But then I'm thinking, who was her surprise? It was supposed to be someone outside of the company, right? But but who was it? Because it wasn't Chelsea Green. That's going to get me into a different story. But it wasn't Chelsea Green, which is what everybody kind of thought. And you know what? I still can't remember. I know she beat her and beat her pretty good. Oh, it was Thunder Rosa. I remember... Because I marked out for that too. And I thought, this is one of the greatest surprises they've pulled. Is bringing Thunder Rosa to Slammiversary. And then she was signed by AEW. Because Tony Khan bought out her contract from Billy Corden. And she's also going to be at NWA Empire. And I thought, yes! Why didn't I remember that right off? But back to Chelsea Green. Loved her coming back as hot mess. Everybody said, oh, Chelsea Green's not going to Impact. She's already signed with Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor and Impact work together. Didn't you guys know that? It's okay. So I liked her being Matt Cardona's intergender tag team partner 
I called that one. I was right. Woohoo! So then they took on Brian Myers and um, Tennille Dashwood. And they beat them. Even when they had Caleb with a K and Sam Bill, who needs to cut his hair um, out there. And what else do I remember about Slammiversary? Oh yeah, I got mad because Fire and Flava lost their tag titles. They lost them to Havoc and, and Rosemary, who, they're pretty cool, but... You know, I had heard rumors that Kira Hogan was leaving. And I kind of knew that they were going to have to eventually lose their tag titles. I hated it for to be at Slammiversary. And I really wish they would have mic'd all four of them up so that we could hear the trash talking. Now, I know they probably would have gave away some moves and they were talking to each other about what was going on. That's fine. I don't even care about that. I want to hear the trash talking when it comes to fire and flavor. I mean, I, I can't help it. And, um, what, Morrissey killed somebody. Who did he kill? Was it Eddie Edwards? Because that's who he met out in the parking lot or something like that, wasn't it? Or was did he was he still messing around with Rich Swan or Willie Mike or one of those? See, I don't even remember. And then Kenny Omega and Sammy Callahan. I thought that was a pretty good match, but you know what? We're eight minutes and forty five seconds into this, and I just now remembered that. So then I I look back and think, was it really that great of a match? I don't know. Um, in the beginning, I thought it was. Then I thought they kind of slowed down. And I thought it was because Kenny Omega was hurt. And maybe it was. I don't know. But I thought it became really boring. Oh, what else happened? So I've got the women's champion. I talked about the women's championships. Talked about the men's champ- championship in the men's. Oh, how could I forget? We're nine and a half minutes through this, and I forgot the X Division Ultimate X. That was probably the best match of the night. How did I forget that? I love the Ultimate X. Um, I wish some people would steal that other promotions and use it in other matches. Because I love it. I wish they would have gotten on top of it and fought on top of it. I think that would have been cool. Maybe, Maybe they couldn't pull themselves up. I don't know. But, that that Saturday was Slammiversary. Well, that Sunday was Money in the Bank. And maybe that's the reason why I don't remember a whole lot about Slammiversary. So, what do I remember about Money in the Bank? Well, I guess we have to talk about the ladder matches, don't we? Because there was four from Raw, four from SmackDown in both women's and men's. And what else can I remember about them? Because I got them wrong. I know. Because uh, I picked wrong. In the men's, I picked KO. 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 
did some extraordinary things in that match. I remember a lot about what he did. Uh, I know Big E won. Eh, I'm kind of happy about that, but it was kind of predictable. And I don't think he's going to cash in for a while. And I think when he does, it's going to be on Raw. I think they really are. The rumors are true. They're gonna. He's going to go to to Raw and put him back with the New Day. I don't think Vince is happy having them split up. I think he thought they were too funny being together. Now, Seth Rollins, he was my second pick. I do remember a lot from him and how he almost won it and how they tried to swerve us with Drew McIntyre. But honestly, I don't know that I remember anyone else in it. Um, as for the women, yes, I know Nikki Cross won. And yes, I know she has changed her name now to Nikki Almost Superhero. And that's probably what I'm going to end up saying is Nikki Almost Superhero. Instead of spelling out Nikki A-S-H, I'm not real good at spelling, and saying my letters right. And so, yeah, unless they start calling her Nikki Ash then I might be okay. But Nikki almost superhero sounds better in my mind, which you guys know is all screwed up. Because I legitimately thought Liv Morgan was going to win. I thought they were going to finally give her a push. My God. I mean, even, even Nikki Krause can't say that... She hasn't gotten a pit push over Liv Morgan when she knows she has. She got that run with Alexa Bliss. And remember, before um, the summer of 2020 started and um, the whole Sasha Bailey thing started, Bailey seemed like she was wrestling Nikki Cross like every other day or something. So, I mean, she was getting a push. It just wasn't the right push. But I was hoping Liv Morgan would kind of get one, and she didn't. And then I think all of us were secretly rooting that they would have some kind of magic for Alexa Bliss. I wanted more than that Vega thing. You know, where she hypnotized her down to, what, the second step, and then she decided, oh, I really want the briefcase instead. Why couldn't you hypnotize her, throw herself over the top rope, and then you could have gotten the briefcase because no one could have interfered? That that didn't make any sense. Um, And then I guess for for, you know, just somebody to get it that I think would have been sneaky and conniving with it and would have been more calculated would have been Natalia um Natty is a veteran and I think that she would have had some great ideas of how to play a champion and I think that would have been entertaining so we've got Nikki Cross or Nikki almost superhero and Big E. Two baby faces, two kind of comical characters. 
is one of them going to fail? Well, no. Obviously, one of them's not. Because, you know, she cashed in. And and that's Nikki almost superhero. Now, I thought we got a pretty decent match out of Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. And of course, I predicted Charlotte Flair. I didn't predict Nikki Cross the next night on Raw to cash in on her. I really wanted Charlotte to keep it. And I'm not lying, I know many of you hate Charlotte. Maybe I need to do a podcast about Charlotte and my feelings concerning her. Because I look at her, I think, in a different way than what you guys do. And I really enjoy this character that she's playing. Um, And you'll hear me call her The Opportunity, because I think she needs to take that and run with it. I really do. I think that she being the opportunity, I think is perfect for her, her frame of mind right now, um, how she feels on and off about WWE, uh, WWE and with Andrade being in AEW and getting to hear his experiences and, and them traveling in different places at different times. I, I think she's perfect for this role. I think she would have been the perfect evil champion. And you could have compared and contrasted Bianca Belair with Charlotte Flair and how that would have went. But I don't know how much longer they're going to have Bianca Belair keep the title. Maybe forever. I don't know. Um... Which leads me to Bianca Belair not even being on this match. They had her and Carmella, you know, defending on one SmackDown. And then the very next SmackDown, they're a rematch at, at uh, what was it, Rolling Loud down in Miami. Which so many people said was good. And I was like, Really? What were you guys watching? I mean, seriously. What were you guys watching? Now, technically, yeah, the match was good. How can you say it's not? It's got Carmella and Bianca in it. They were doing the best they could. The ring setup sucked. I mean, the stage is already above people, and then they put the ring on top of the stage. Which means the people in the front row were looking up. Now, I guess if you were 200 rows back, you would have been kind of even. But then they looked like ants, so you didn't see anything. Uh, plus, maybe, I don't know, I guess you could see about 20 rows when they would show the audience. All of them pretty much looked high, drunk, or bored. Now, occasionally, you had somebody that may have been all three of those, but they were living in their own little wrestling bubble and cheering. Sometimes at the appropriate spots, sometimes not. But, you know, that's kind of to be expected at a festival. Just really didn't understand this. 
Number one, why this festival? Two, why did you pick these particular matches that were absolutely awful? Um, instead of having the Alpha Academy of Otis and Chad Gable take on uh, the Street Profits, Tez is hurt. So you have Dawkins going up against Chad Gable. Now, granted, under normal circumstances, a lot of true wrestling fans would have wanted to see that probably. At a festival, yeah, not so much. They don't want to see technical wrestling, so that kind of puts Chad Gable out there. Why not put Otis in there to destroy Dawkins and hurt him, possibly? Like, pick him up, throw him out of the ring. At least that would have gotten the festival people, the festival goers' attention, right? And then, like I said, Bianca and Carmella, if they were wrestling fans, they just saw it last week. If they're not, um, they don't care. They're wanting to see or hear their favorite rap artist, hip-hop group, whatever. You would have been better off if you would have put the ring and a barrier in the middle of the crowd. That would have gotten them, I think, more excited. Because the people who can't see Wally could have at least saw a wrestling match. You know, and maybe they would have gotten a little excited about that. Uh, I don't know. I think they made a big mistake not putting Bianca and Carmella on Money in the Bank. So, we have Charlotte Flair. We have Bianca I've talked about. Um, who did Bobby Lashley take on? Who was his prey? Um, it was Kofi, wasn't it? Was it Kofi? Yeah, because people were like, oh, Kofi Madness may start. Maybe the summer of Kofi. No, WWE heard you and it's the summer of Cena. And... I'm just going to be real honest. That match didn't go on very long, did it? Did it go long? Because I think Bobby Lashley pretty much put him in the hurt lock and just shook him like crazy, didn't he? And while he didn't lose the belt in 36 seconds like he did against Lesnar, I don't know that Kofi lasted much longer, and of course he didn't have the belt. And then... I was going to say it was Roman versus Rey Mysterio, but it wasn't. It was Roman versus Edge. And that match was pretty... Good, but you know what? I didn't remember until just now because I thought I really did. I was getting ready to say, Oh, we had Roman and Rey Mysterio, but no, the Mysterios took on the Usos because they lost their belts, didn't they? They lost their belts to the Usos. 
because all of the bloodline now has belts, except for Naomi, who should be getting switched to SmackDown, like I told you guys three months ago. Remember, I was saying, oh, Naomi's switching to SmackDown, and will her tag team partner, Lana, go with her? No, Lana got fired. And then I said, well, who will they put on Raw? Will they send Carmella because of Corey Graves already being on Raw? And they're not going to make the switch because Pat McAfee is doing excellent on SmackDown. And then I said, oh, but they've got two horsewomen coming back. And Becky Lynch will have to go to SmackDown because of Seth. And they are taking the baby on the road with them. So both of them will want to be on the same brand in order to help take care of the baby. And also so they can be with the baby. So that leaves either Sasha or Bailey to go to Raw. Oh, Bailey got hurt. So now we, we're down to three horsewomen. So will they leave Sasha on SmackDown? Or will she go to Raw where she's been teasing about going and possibly joining what used to be her arch nemesis, um, Alexa Bliss? Remember all that talk that I had? And some of it's starting to come true, and you guys are acting like it's a brand new thing. It's because you guys don't listen. Um, back to Roman Reigns and Edge. Like I said, I really thought that he had taken on Rey Mysterio. But now that I remember that they lost their belts, then I know it was Edge. And I know that that was a pretty decent match. But also, not that great of a match. Not the great match that everybody had built me up to. And do I want to see Edge versus Seth Rollins? Nine years ago, yes. Now? I don't know. Right now, to me, Edge looks really gaunt. He looks like a shell of his former self. He looks like a homeless guy. And when he bugs his eyes out, he really, I don't know, he doesn't look like Edge anymore to me. And I don't know if he is on some weird diet where his face is looking all gaunt or what, but I do remember John Cena coming out. And I'm not just now remembering that. I I know that from the get-go. And I, I actually was going to almost start talking about that in the very beginning. But then I thought, no, I want to try to remember Slammiversary. And I couldn't. I'm sure I missed a bunch of matches on Slammiversary. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, have I missed any on money in the bank? I know that everybody thought Sasha was coming back. And I said, well, maybe, but probably not. She didn't. 
Everybody was saying Becky Lynch, especially the day of when she was putting up um, pictures. And I was saying, nope, Becky's not coming back yet. Um, And then, of course, we were hearing Goldberg and we got to see him. Not at Money in the Bank, but Raw. So, is that all that I really remember about that pay-per-view weekend that I was expecting so much out of? I mean, so much. If it's just the weekend before last and I don't really remember it. Because I don't feel like either one of them were that good. Especially a week and a half, two weeks Almost two weeks away. Because you know what? Last weekend was so good. Which I'm doing a whole episode. May do two episodes. On last weekend's pay-per-views. And you're like, last weekend? What are you talking about? I'm talking about GCW. Um, It's, you know, that was the weekend that I told you guys you needed to pencil in. I told you the price, I told you it was homecoming for them, and that it was going to be a big deal, and you know what, they delivered. Why didn't Impact Wrestling deliver on Slammiversary? Could they not get the surprises that they wanted? Why did WWE not really deliver at Money in the Bank? See, that makes kind of no sense to me. Why not deliver? But you know one place that's delivering? AEW. Boy, since I've talked to you, AEW, they, they've really delivered. Matter of fact, let's end this one. Let's end this episode. Let's talk about AEW in the next Guys, if you have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, or even opinions about this episode, me not remembering much, um, you guys need to write me. Pro Wrestling. It's two O's. Pro Wrestling. Or, excuse me. Pro Overtime. Two O's. Pro Overtime. That's my Twitter handle. And you can reach me on private messages. You can reach me on Instagram and Facebook. Pro Wrestling Overtime on both. Uh, my messages are open on Instagram and my messenger is open on Facebook. And I will get back to you as soon as I can. Or if you just want to email me, it's pro wrestling ot at gmail.com. Can you remember what happened at Slammiversary and Money in the Bank almost two weeks ago? kind of embarrassed anyway i'll talk to you guys soon and hopefully i see you down the road
Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.